and welcome to the second episode of Myths and Mysteries of the Midwest. I'm your host, Ben J. Haynes, and this episode is The Legend of Spring Ranch. Now, a little bit about Spring Ranch itself. So, Spring Ranch, if you happen to find yourself out in rural Clay County, Nebraska, you may come across a historic marker that uh, reads this way. I'll read you uh, a few portions of the sign. Spring Ranch. The original Spring Ranch, located two miles south of here, on the north side of the Little Blue River, was founded about 1863. James Bainter, I believe the sign says, the first permanent settler operated a store and inn for travelers along the Oregon-California Trail. The ranch was burned in 1864 when Lakota Sioux and their allies attacked settlements along the Little Blue. Spring Ranch was later rebuilt. The village of Spring Ranch dates from about 1870 when a post office was established south of the river. A sawmill was in operation a year later. In 1886, the town site moved across the river where the St. Joseph and Grand Island Railroad was being built. The village once boasted several businesses and a population of about 100, but few traces remain today. In 1885, Spring Ranch residents Elizabeth Taylor and her brother Thomas Jones were accused of barn burning and murder. Before they could be tried, they were lynched by a mob on March 15th. Taylor and Jones, along with other early settlers, are buried in the Spring Ranch Cemetery. So as you can see, Spring Ranch has quite the history. In fact, my mother has relatives who even to this day live in that rural part of Clay County near where Spring Ranch used to be. So what I heard about Elizabeth, the story of Elizabeth Taylor and Spring Ranch as a child, the first child memory was you would go to the Spring Ranch Cemetery and see the grave of Elizabeth Taylor. And because it was so close to the farmstead where our family was, it's like she got hung on the bridge. They killed her. She got hung on the bridge right by the house. So you'd go see the grave. Why'd she get hung? She killed her husband. So that was always the story of Elizabeth Taylor. So you'd go to Spring Ranch to see her grave marker. That was the big thing back in the day that I remember. Then one time my dad told me, he said, you know, it was a posse that came and got her and hung her. They came to the farm, which we were the nearest farm at the time. There was one other probably between us and the where they were, their homestead. He said they came and wanted Grandpa Lindemann, which would be my great-grandpa Lindemann, Frederick, to come go with them. And he refused. He said, no, that's for God, not for me. And he was a religious man, so he didn't go with them. And, you know, years later there was a reenactment of it, how they forced her out of the house, hung her, accusing her of poisoning her and killing her husband. 
and you know, it was just always sort of a sense of pride that you had a relative that didn't take part in the posse mentality, whether they were right or wrong in what they did. I've just always been kind of proud that he didn't go along with that. He didn't go with the so-called, what we call it now, mob mentality. But that's the story I remember of Elizabeth Taylor is you would go to Spring Ranch and see the famous grave marker of the woman hung from the bridge on the Little Blue. The campfire story that I heard growing up goes something like this, that if you're there after sundown, you may hear a ghostly commotion. Voices may begin to echo all about. A mist may begin to creep in and encircle around your ankles. You may hear the trotting of horses in the creek bed down below. You may hear the ropes as they get strung up over the bridge. And you may hear the sound of gunshots firing and the whinnying of horses as they ran away down the creek bed in fear. And you may hear the last and final scream of Elizabeth Taylor that she let out just before she died, swinging there from the cold barren bridge. Her life was taken much too soon, and true justice was never served. So please, if you find yourself after sundown in the rural remote parts of Clay County, beware of the Spring Creek Bridge. Also, to add to that story, if you Google Spring Ranch, Nebraska, you might find your way to a website onlyinyourstate.com and it lists the top nine haunts, I believe it is, for Nebraska. And this is number three, Spring Ranch Bridge, uh, Spring Ranch, Nebraska. And it says that in the teeny tiny township of Spring Ranch, a ghostly history lingers. In 1885, a property battle began between the widow Elizabeth Taylor and her neighbors. Elizabeth and her brother Tom Jones felt threatened by the neighbors and bought a shotgun to protect themselves and their property. When Elizabeth saw men cutting trees down on her property, she shot and killed someone. Soon after, a lynch mob came for the brother and sister. Townspeople hung the duo from the Spring Creek Bridge, where it is said that ghostly voices, screams, and gunshots can still be heard today. Again, that is uh, taken from onlyinyourstate.com, and it is uh, listed as the top or the third most haunted place uh, in Nebraska. Thank you so much for listening to this second episode of Myths and Mysteries of the Midwest. This episode has been called The Legend of Spring Ranch. On the next episode of Myths and Mysteries of the Midwest, we'll be taking you to Crete, Illinois, 
and we're going to be visiting the local legend of the Axeman's Bridge. It's a place that's surrounded by what locals claim to be a dark and haunted forest. All material is written and recorded by me, Ben J. Haynes, and is subject to copyright. If you wish to know more about me, or see a few pictures of Spring Ranch, please visit my Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash benbeyondmain, or you can connect with me via Instagram, same username, benbeyondmain. <laughs>